Focus. Focus up. I'm talking to you, Dudley, out in North Carolina. Thanks for doing all you do for the Rubio Method. Welcome, welcome, everyone. My name is Chris Rubio. My counterpart is Nicholas Monahan. Very formal today, Monahan. He's out in Colorado. Like I'm that. out in Northern Idaho. We have a phenomenal show for you today. Make sure you guys continue to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we're on Apple now. YouTube, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and of course, the NGBN.TV network. Today's show is going to be absolutely fantastic. We're going to cover the following topics. Travel tips. Benny Hanna. Rocking chairs. Which decade has the best music? Stubborn dudes, and how hard it is to be positive all of the time. Christian, I'm out. Focus, focus up. What's up, Bentley? How are you doing, man? Love the book. Keep it up. Make sure you guys are subscribing on Spotify, Amazon, Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and of course, the NGBN.TV uh, network. If you have any questions for Monahan or myself or the guests, you can email rubio at therubiomethod.com. We know there's tons and tons and tons of minutes in your day, but nothing is going to be better than right now. Minute with Monahan, go. Let's go. We got a good one for you today because I just went on vacation. It was incredible. I went fishing in the boundary waters of U.S. and Canada, right up in northern Minnesota. It was incredible. But today I've got three tips for you guys and to ensure that your vacation is restful. Number one, hey, let's get that triple O oh, going, baby. That out-of-office email. Make sure you got a good out-of-office email Dude, don't check your email. You're on vacation. Time to clear your mind. Number two, let everybody you know, all your friends, anybody that needs to know if you're available, let them know that you're on vacation. That's super important. I sometimes fail to do that. Uh, so that's why I added it in here. Make sure you let everybody know. That way, hey, they know you're on vacation and you are going to clear your mind. You're going to get some rest, baby. And last and certainly not least, Hit that DND. Do not disturb, right? Set the do not disturb up on your phone. Spend the time with your friends and family, whoever you're with, and truly relax. A lot of times we go on vacation, you hear the saying, I need a vacation from my vacation. Let's knock that out with those three tips. Okay, Monahan, I've got a little complaint, and this is the second time I'm going to complain to you about it. Twice now, you've gone on vacation and did not tell me. And I'm shooting you texts, shooting you texts, shooting you texts. And of course, the big teddy bear in me gets a little bit nervous and immediately my <laughs> mind goes to, oh, damn it, Monahan's sick. He's dead in the gutter. Hobos have taken him. What do I got here? And then finally, you're like, oh, yeah, sorry, dude. I've been in Manitoba or wherever the hell you went fishing <laughs> for sturgeon for the last four days. So you need to take your own advice, Monahan. I'm tired of stressing out over your vacations. Yes. And in fact, that's so funny that you say that because that was the exact reason I was like, I didn't have that originally, and I was like, I need to go in there because I'm terrible at it. I need my own advice. You're the worst. <laughs> Monahan, can you, you have three email questions. Hit us. Let's go. All right. These are good ones. I love them, as they always are. Number one, what do you think of magic? And kind of on the same page, since they're good with their hands, do you like hibachi restaurants? I'm going to take this one first. I have, my brain is so small. 
I have the smallest <laughs> brain on earth. I love magic because my brain can't wrap around what it is that I'm seeing. I love magic. I think it's so cool. And hibachi, dude, I'm a thick unit. Us thick kids like hibachi. So yes to both those. What about you, Rubio? Monahan, for the first time since anything we talk about politically, I'm going to disagree with you. Number one, I hate magic because I don't get it. It makes me very nervous when I'm watching something and it's happening right in front of my eyes. And I look and I'm like, okay, that doesn't even make sense. Like how, how does that happen? So number one, I hate magic. I loathe it. I mean, it's like magic clowns, magic. I, I can't stand it. Number two, also <laughs> small dogs. They frighten me. Any dog lower than my, my knee, I'm out. Uh, and the hibachi restaurants, I hate them for two reasons. Number one, I've been pissed off at them for a long time. My re-upped my pissed offness after watching Wolf of Wall Street and what they did to him. Number two, I think they are a good concept, but they need to have two sections. Now, hear me out on this. I want I'm a rookie it. section and I want a VIP pro session, a section, excuse me. So if you've never seen the, you know, flying shrimp, butterfly, lava, or onion tornado, or whatever the hell it is, volcano, you go to the rookie session. If I've seen it more than once, I don't need to see that crap again. Just feed me, daddy. Just feed me. And then it, the way it all comes out pisses me off even more because they throw out the rice first. And I like to have my oh. rice and my food together. But then the rice comes. And I'm like, well, dude, what, I sit here and I wait for it to get lukewarm or cold. So you start throwing it in and then maybe you get the chicken. The whole concept pisses me off. Now you got me fired up, Monhan. Next question. Hey, I'm with it. We were on a roll like Cottonelle on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you both seem to travel a ton with your other jobs. Do you have any travel plans or, or travel tips to share with us? This is from Brian in California. I'm going to answer that because I did kind of do that in my minute with Monahan. Those are my three travel tips. The other thing, the big thing is, man, have an operation. I can't stand when I go on a vacation with someone that they, they're they missing their toothbrush. They're missing because they didn't set it up right, right? Hey, let's get an operation going with all our luggage. Keep everything going the same thing every single time. And the other thing is, here's the travel tip is learn the steps of what's going on in the airport security line. I, Rubio, as fired up as you were about the last question, this is this is daddy getting fired up. I can't stand when oh, yeah. I'm in the security line at an airport and people have no idea what's going on. Hey, let's go ahead and look it up before we go there. Those are my two <laughs> tips. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're, you're like, you're getting on the plane and they're seat 37B and they're like, one, two. What the hell oh, do you think's happening, man? It's obviously going to go numerical. All right. I, yeah, I would agree with you on those back. travel tips for me, uh, travel tips for me. Number one, always bring a small portable fan just for climate control in the room. If that's number one, number two. And I think my, our guest is going to be complete opposite me on this. When I travel, I go sunglasses and headphones on the entire time, even on the plane. Cause I don't want anyone talking to me. So those, those are don't my travel tips. On hand, final are... question for us. Yes, that was great. Yes, don't talk to me on the plane. I don't want to be friends with you. Uh, number three, Rubio, you have mentioned that you were a big child. How big are we talking here? This is from Kelsey in Utah. Rubio, I'm going to let you just handle this one. All right. Uh, Christian is yelling at us in the, the message board that we're over a minute. But Christian, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to calm your beautiful bouffant and sultry voice because I have two stories that I got to tell. I was a large child. How large, you might ask? 
well, let's put it this way. I think seventh or eighth grade baseball, this was back in like the 80s, 90s when they had those just terrible polyester uniforms and no give. There wasn't like this Lululemon fabric or any of that stuff. It was like that cheap, cheap, bad polyester. I had to put, they had to order another coach's uniform for me as the child. All right. And it was still a little tight because my mom being nice, she wouldn't go just the double X or triple X. She's like, oh, no, you're only a large. OK, that that ship sailed like in sixth grade. So my mom had this rocking chair and she used to put my uniform on this rocking chair and it would overnight just basically stretch it out the entire time. If you're a husky kid or over 200 pounds, you've done the old shirt stretch. OK, so this thing would stretch overnight. So when I put it on in the morning, it was absolutely fantastic. Of course, by third inning, my head looked like it was going to explode because all the polyesterness was going back to polyesterness what it was. So by third, fourth inning, I was about to pass out and die from lack, lack of O2 to my head because the uniform. The second story I'll tell you about how large I was, I made the freshman basketball team. And basketball players are usually tall, thin kids. Rubio was not a tall, thin kid. I was a little taller, but I was not thin. So they throw me a uniform and it's God, it must have been like a youth large or an adult small. I don't even know human beings that wear that size, but it was one of those sizes. I put it on and it it looked just bad. I mean, I was not a good looking human being at that point any, anyway, but it was just like, what did they say? Like 15 pounds of sausage into a five pound coffee can or something like that. All hell was breaking <laughs> loose. There was rolls and, and body parts flying out everywhere. And so my mom, bless her heart, she cuts the sides of it. And she's she's no seamstress. She cuts the sides of it on both sides and adds blue material. Okay. It wasn't the same blue. So everyone could see that I had like these passing lanes of fatness because she added a different color blue on the sides. So you could tell it wasn't the same blue. And you could tell I blew out my uniform and she, my mom had to add another like 18 inches of fabric on the right and 18 inches of fabric on the left. But I could breathe. So that's how big I was. We'll leave you on that. Christian, I'm out. Military families often sacrifice precious time away from loved ones while serving our country. We were worried that with him leaving, that she would lose those connections with her dad. Some of life's best moments happen between parents, children, and the pages of a good book. United Through Reading provides that connection. And now, United Through Reading is also available to veterans. Learn more about United Through Reading at unitedthroughreading.org. Focus. Focus up. What's up, Kelsey, out in Utah? Thanks for watching on Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and now Apple Podcasts as well. Remember, if you have any questions, you can go to therubiomethod.com or email rubio at therubiomethod.com. We have a phenomenal guest all the way from Portugal. Her name, yes, I'm going to attempt it, Ruta and Christian. It is Ruta Stasiunete. Am I even close on that? Wow. You're very close. Yes. It's Stasiunete. Oh. It's very, very close. It's incredible. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> it's a gift. I, what I'm just going to say is just Ruda, Ruda, Ruda. That's all I'm going to say every single time. Ruda <laughs> was born in the Soviet Union. She's been all over the world, but I'm going to let her tell you about that a little bit later. As I said, currently lives in Portugal. She's been an international project management in after sales and sales strategy for 11 years in London, Berlin, Dusseldorf, and Brussels, and is currently a transformational mindset coach 
Ruda, what's up? Thanks for coming on. What up? Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. We're going to have a fun time. Ruda, quick couple questions for you. Number one, which decade has the best music? 80s. 100%. 80s, 80s, 80s. I I love 80s. I grew up, actually, I didn't go to a kindergarten as a child. So I grew up with my father because he was working from home. My mom was the one going to work and my father was listening to the 80s music. So I grew up with Pink Floyd and that is why I have this poster here. We don't need no education. Yeah. (laughs) I would agree with you on the eighties because I've seen your your Facebook post and all that, and you you just had was it New Order? You you posted a song where you're singing, and the thing with eighties though, it, you can literally tell an eighties song within like the first five notes, and I don't know if it's the synthesizer or maybe it's the extra sax or what it is, but the musicians nowadays they need to get on it. Like even Christian right now in the comment section just said nailed it, so he obviously gets it. But it, whatever they did in the eighties, I don't understand. They remake all these movies. Why don't they just remake with the beat or the rhythm or the musicality? I don't know. Is that a word? But they need to just redo that. That's my opinion. I'm sticking by it. Ruta number two, you've done obviously a great deal of traveling. What is one food that you've had on your travels that you say, Rubia, you have to try this? Ooh. Huh. That's that's a tricky question. Um, I would say Indonesian nasi. That's something really, really special from Indonesia. And it has this delicious peanut sauce, which is spicy, made with coconut milk. And it's just amazing. It's so, so, so delicious. Is it, is it, is, now what is it? Is it, is that just the sauce or is that like an animal or what? It, no, it's, uh, it's made out of rice and some vegetables and it can be also with prawns, with um, whichever other type of like chicken or so, but the sauce and the, the way it's made with the rice and veggies, it's just delicious. Absolutely amazing. Fantastic. I shall try it. Besides, obviously, northern Idaho, where I'm located in the USA, what is one place you want to visit? Huh. Do I have to choose from the U.S.? No, obviously not. (laughs) I would love to go to the South American countries, and probably I would choose Peru. I don't know why, to be honest, but... For some reason, I feel drawn to that. I've never been to Latin America, and I would love to experience the Spanish language and the temperament and all the food and the beauty and the nature and so on. Okay, I like that answer. You were born in the Soviet Union. We talked uh, through one of our meetings. You were born in the Soviet Union. You now live in Portugal. You've traveled all over the place. And you've had quite the ride. I want you to tell everyone what happened about one month after you were born and give us some of the places you've lived. (laughs) So I was born in 1989 in Soviet Union. And one month later, the Berlin Wall fell and basically Soviet Union started collapsing. And Lithuania became independent about four or five months after I was born. And if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have been able to travel the world and to live in amazing places. 
Now, I haven't been all over the place, I have to say. I have been traveling in Europe a lot, and I lived in six countries within Europe so far. But I haven't been much outside of Europe, to be honest. I only have been to Cuba and Mexico outside of Europe. So, um, yeah, and I lived for the last 11, 12 years. I've lived in Austria, Vienna. I've lived in Berlin for a couple of years. I lived in Brussels. I lived in the Netherlands. I went back to Berlin. And then I moved to Portugal about two years ago. What are the benefits of traveling? Ooh, expansion, cultures, Mm. food, nature, just a mix of different things. And the bizarre different things that you learn along the way is just such such an incredible way to learn about life. Yeah, I would agree a thousand percent. I, I love to travel. The, the the overall traveling part kind of bugs me because I'm a larger guy and the whole 25 hours on a plane and, you know, doing this and all that and dealing with p- things and people that gets to me. But like once I'm there, I love the fact of, okay, this is someplace I got to come back to, or this is someplace, good God, I, I don't ever need to be here again. But at least I got the experience that it's not on a book or a movie. And it's one of those, okay, now, now I've lived and I've learned. Ruta, I, I'm been studying your bio and all that good stuff. You are a transformational mindset coach. What is that? Very good question, Rubio. Thank you very much. Of for course, Ruda. Um, Ruda. <laughs> uh, well, so it all starts with mindset if you want to change your life. And if you want to live a better life, a happier life, a more fulfilled life, It all starts with understanding who you are, how your mind functions, what is important to you, what your values are. And in order to actually transform your life, you need to transform your mindset first and foremost, because you need to understand what you can create and that you are probably have, you have certain limiting beliefs, which are holding you back. And therefore you are procrastinating. Maybe you're not daring to go for, for this goal or for this vision. And so transformational mindset coaching helps people to really dive into their own minds to understand, okay, this is what I want. This is my vision. This is how I'm going to get there. These are the steps that I'm going to take in order to get there. And then you go and do it. So when you're working with someone, how how many times, give me a percentage. This obviously doesn't have to be perfect. Does someone come up to you and say, all right, I need you to help me out, Ruta? And what they need is just blurred in their head. I'm, I'm doing metaphors here, like blurred in their head or where they just can't see it or B, they're just too much of a sissy to do it. It really depends. Um, but I would say the percentage would be like 70 30 or so so most people have no idea what they want and they haven't really addressed anything they're like okay i'm just unhappy i'm suffering i feel like i'm living someone else's life i feel like i'm failing in life i don't know what i'm doing with my life and i don't know where to even start so that's the majority of people now the rest they kind of already know what more or less what they want, what they desire, what, what their dreams are, but they don't dare and they don't know where to start and they don't know if it's even possible. Can they actually do that? So 
maybe 70, 30, maybe, maybe even a little bit more, maybe 80, 20 or so. And so this show is obviously talking about middle-aged men and men's health and all that. Is it, is it hard to get people to open up or do you have uncanny ability just to get people to talk? Because I think that would be the most difficult thing is, yeah, this guy, I'm in this miserable job. I don't like my life right now. My kids are leaving. They're doing this. I, I, I'm, I'm basically in a rut. What, how do you get them to just kind of do verbal diarrhea, so to speak? <laughs> it's, it's a really good question because most, most men or overall people overall, if they take the opportunity, they take that first step to reach out to me, that already indicates that they will probably be open to sharing uncomfortable truth and uncomfortable um, reality that they're living. Um, however, there are some people who really have difficulty being vulnerable and opening up their internal world, their emotions, their thoughts, their beliefs, what has been happening in their lives in the past, what kind of traumatic experiences they've had in, in their childhood and stuff like that. So luckily, the majority of people, they when they come to me, they already have this awareness that, oh, well, if I'm hiring a coach, then probably I should just be honest with, with them and with myself. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes we, we do need to kind of break the ice a little bit. And, and I, I need to basically help them to feel comfortable and help them to to feel like there's really no judgment absolutely anything is fine there's no need to hide there's no need to to feel somehow that there's something wrong with you because there's nothing wrong with you ever and you just have to get out of your own way uh, you 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 kind of seem to me like basically a transformational mindset coach and I'm, i may be dumbing this down but this is my audience I, this is the way i am so just we're gonna go with it you're kind of like part psychiatrist part motivator part like hype man because it, it reminds me of i just saw that movie uh, you I, you had to have seen it the movie clueless i know you're terrible with movies you've seen the movie clueless with alicia silverstone okay they go to this party and i think it's the mighty mighty boss you, you've had to have seen it if you haven't seen it you're getting off right after this and going to watch it um they go to this party and the, i think it's the mighty mighty boss stones christian you might need to check that for me are playing and there's this one dude singing up there, all the rest doing the trumpets and all the saxophone and all that crap. And then there's a guy next to him and he's just dancing like that. Yeah, Christian tells me it is the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And he's just dancing, he's having a good time, but he's like the hype man. And I almost think like your job is almost like the hype man for the person's mind and their heart and their soul of like, yeah, dude, you can do it. Just get off your ass and go do it. Just get out of your own way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it is a mix of different things. So. I would say therapy is probably a little bit of a misconception in, in the industry mm. and people somehow mix therapy with coaching while they're actually quite different things. Uh, the way I understand therapy and the way I see it is that therapy is much more focused on the past and fixing something, fixing something that has happened in the past, um, releasing the trauma and basically making peace with what has happened. Now in coaching, you might visit some of the past experiences, but your focus is on the future. So you are not dwelling in what has happened in the past, but you are just visiting that to understand why you have come this far, why you have made certain decisions in the past, which brought you where you are today. However, because you want something to change and you want a different reality in the future, 
then in coaching, you're focusing on what your goals are and what your dreams are and what it is that you want to achieve. So, but other than that, yes, absolutely. It's, it's about cheering people on and to really help them believe in themselves and to motivate them that, hey, life is way too short. Like literally, and I'm saying this also because my mom passed away when she was 47. And I mean, 47, how crazy is that? And you know, like it can end any time. So life is freaking short. Don't waste your potential. There's so much you can do. And people are just holding themselves back and for no reason, really. Yeah, I, I got on a plane one time and it was early morning, 530 in the morning, freezing, getting out of northern Idaho and everyone's kind of miserable, woke up at four to get on the flight, blah, blah. And the, the stewardess had the brightest, bubbliest attitude ever. And I was, she was like, I was like, hey, how's it going, man? Like, it was a little weird how happy she was. And she goes, I woke up on the right side of the dirt, so it's a good day. And I was like, damn, that's a really <laughs> good attitude. Like, just that's a really good attitude. Of, yeah. And, you know, I always go by that. I always say that a lot. And. You know, the game of life, it, it's going to be short, it's going to be long, it's going to be medium, but no one wins. You're, you're going to die. <laughs> it's just one of those things that happens. So while you're here, you might as well go full speed ahead and, and press play and make the most of what you have. And what it seems like you do that, you kind of get people to under, like, you kind of give them a little shove. You got it, daddy. You got it. You got it. Go, 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 go. Just try it. Take that first step. Yeah, exactly. And yet there's also a difference between uh, genuine positivity and some somewhat toxic and blind positivity where you're just kind of trying to convince yourself, but you don't really believe that it's possible. And mm-hmm. that's just not really working anyway. So it really is about learning very deeply about, okay, so what is it that I believe in and how can I kind of continuously chip the the jar of self-belief and and positivity so that yeah i i actually do really believe in myself and this positivity comes from a genuine place you are one of those people that has a positive vibe i've seen you on your youtube channel you must subscribe to her youtube channel it's phenomenal on facebook on linkedin all those good things you have a real positive vibe. Have you always been like that? And if so, how do you maintain that outlook when there's so much negativity in the world? Mm, great question. Yes, I have always been like that. Um, I remember myself as a really bubbly person, but, and that's exactly what I meant just, just uh, a minute ago, that I used to kind of put this mask of a bubbly ruta and like, oh, you know, I'm super positive and, and I always have this uh, super cheerful attitude. But really deep down, I was suffering. Deep down, I just wanted to, to be liked. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to fit in. Um, so over time, this bubbliness, it, it became somehow almost toxic. And then I had to actually really address it and be like, okay, wait a second, who am I really? Am I really this bubbly person all the time? And I became much more harmonious after a while. So I I do have this bubbly tendency, but I'm no longer always this bubbly person. So I'm also completely fine being very calm, very peaceful, very much like even almost silent. Um, So what was the the second part of the question? (laughs) How do you how do you maintain the positive? The, the reason why this question came up is because I uh, for the Rubio method out on uh, was it Facebook. Uh, 
you can put out like, you know, an ad like, hey, look, check out this video and you pay 30 bucks or whatever it was. It was I think it was 30 bucks, 25 bucks. And it was one of those just it'll push to a couple more people, a couple more. And I tried it just for the heck of it. And it was amazing. I probably got 100 comments on the show, the episode. And I would say literally 100 percent of them were rude and very, very crude comments and it was just amazing to me because i had to keep comment comes in i'm looking at my phone i was like jesus that's really rude mm. like they were just saying things that were so outlandish that I, it was just amazing to me and i deleted them all but every single one that came in it made your like head hurt your heart hurt and i was like dude are people this asinine where they would just make up things like they would that's that what a rude idiot and i'm like or no what a racist idiot i'm like what the hell are you even watching and I'm like, this is insane. And out of 100, all 100 came back just rude and negative. I'm like, I'm going to ask Ruta. She's a positive chick. Let's see what's going on here. So how do you remain positive in the negative? Very, very good question. So number one, I don't have a TV for the last 12 years. So I don't watch TV, like no TV whatsoever, no advertisements, no news, absolutely zero news. Everything that I learn about what's happening in the world is talking to people and then specifically searching for that kind of information rather than bombarding myself with what's going on in, on the news. That's number one. Great, number two, I, I don't use social media if that's not intentional. So I have disabled all of my notifications. I actually, there were times when I deleted apps from my phone so that I actually had to go on a browser to access Facebook or to access other, you know, like Instagram and whatever. So I really, really intentionally limit my exposure to social media and all sorts of media, to be honest. And also when it comes to people, for example, I became very, very strict with how I spend my time, who I spend my time with how I invest my energy. So I started setting boundaries. If I see that this person is too negative and is not willing to change, I'm not willing to waste my energy and I'm not willing to, you know, allow that into my, into my life. And that's what I always, always, always recommend people to do as well, to be really strict with where their energy and time. That is three phenomenal answers. Ruta, you are part of the NGBN.TV network. Why? Because it is changing the world. Because it's a movement helping men be happier, be better men, be better husbands, be better fathers, be better colleagues, be, be better businessmen. And it's just such an important work that we are doing, helping men to, to change the world for the better. It's, uh, it's like a ripple effect, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. I am as well. You can make sure you check out. There's, I think, I want to say 9 to 13 content creators now on NGBN.TV, and each one is different. I always say it, it's like a big salad where some of us are tomatoes, some of us are croutons, mm -hmm. some are icebergs, some of us are spinach, some are maybe even olive or green bell pepper or jalapeno, and they all kind of mix, but they're not the same, where if you watch Ruta's show, it's going to be different than the Rubio method, which is going to be different than the Bear podcast, which can be different than Go Primal, than the different than Men Are the Prize. So then that's great because everyone's going to have, you know, not everyone likes a crouton, so you got to throw the damn crouton out. 
Ruta, this was phenomenal. Where where can people find you? What give us give it sell yourself a little bit right now. <laughs> they can find me on redefiningsuccess.co.uk. That is my very basic website, which is still under construction right now. As well as feel free to find me on YouTube as Ruta Redefining Success. That is a YouTube channel that I'm currently still growing. It's still in early stages, but please go ahead and subscribe and you know enjoy enjoy the the videos as well as find me on linkedin linkedin is one of my main social media platforms which i have been focusing on for the last two and a half years so yeah ruda 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 rubio 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 ruda thank you so much for your time Go to bed. I know it's like eight hours past at, over in Portugal. Thank you very much. You did phenomenal. I can't wait for everyone to see this episode. Christian, I'm out. What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I uh, was just gonna drive home. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, there are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text to emoji ratio? Oh man, the selfies. <laughs> selfies, nailed it. We all have warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to be your subconscious. Craig, come on man, let's put a ride home. Focus, focus up. I'm talking to you, Jake, out in South Carolina. Thanks for watching on NGBN.TV, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and of course, the RubioMethod.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email Rubio at the RubioMethod.com. Obviously, they can be on men's mental health, food, hair, whatever you guys want. We'll have a good time with them. We just had a phenomenal guest, Ruda, Ruda. Ruda. She just, it just exudes positivity. Now it is time for the bottom line for all you new listeners and watchers. The bottom line is kind of my mantra. Here's, I'm a very bottom line guy. Don't give me any fluff. Let's just get to the bottom line and move from there. We don't have a lot of time, both of us. Let's just get to it. So here are the three things that you should have learned throughout the show without even realizing you learn them. Number one, vacation. All I ever wanted vacation had to get away. Vacation meant to be spent alone. Now that is meant to be sung, but I'm not one of the go-go's. I think it was Belinda Carlisle. Uh, Christian, you can check that for me. Uh, but that's a big, big one. That's what Monahan was talking about on vacation. You gotta make big, do the three things he talked about. Tell everyone you're gone. Don't answer anything. Just make sure you recharge your batteries. Cause that is a huge, huge thing, not just for middle-aged men, but for every single person. Number two, Get your mind right and get someone to help if you can't do it by yourself. That's Ruta's job, man. Her job is to get your mind right, whether you have to just get the crap out of your peripheral where you can just focus on one thing, or maybe you just need someone to give you a little kick in the pants. And that's what a lot of guys need nowadays is just someone to just push them and say, yeah, man, you, you can do it. It's okay. Take that first step, daddy. Take the first step. You'll be fine. And number three. Travel to live, travel to learn. Monahan just got back from vacation. Root has been all over the place. And the thing is, we've talked about, 
you travel to live because you got to keep living, man. And you travel to learn. So you can travel because you want to go to this place or maybe you don't, but it's one of those things that you'll never really know unless you get out of your comfort zone and go travel around to experience different things, talk to different people, have some good arguments, just make sure they're civil. All right, that wraps up episode 16 of the Rubio Method. I had a blast on this one. Make sure you obviously keep checking out the rubiomethod.com and subscribe to whatever podcast format you want. Christian, I'm out.